Welcome back to our Easter 2013 series, Agog, A Glimpse of God. We are now on day 10 of our adventure, looking together at the life of the most amazing person who ever lived in human history, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let me read from Luke chapter 4 and verses 16 to 22. Jesus went to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and on the seventh day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened upon him. He began by saying to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him, and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son? they asked. Jesus is now back in the place where he grew up. Nazareth. It is the Sabbath, so he goes to the local synagogue for public worship, as was his custom. Jesus is past the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, where he deliberately finds the passage that he wants, and he reads it. Upon reading it, he passes the scroll back to the attendant. The eyes of the people in attendance are watching him. Jesus says, Today this has been fulfilled. The people in the congregation, they knew that this passage was about the long-waited-for Messiah. It's what the religious teachers had been teaching them. This passage is Jesus' mission statement. This is what Jesus' life and teaching, his ministry, will encompass. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This shows that Jesus is not acting by any authority, but authority of God and God alone. Jesus is guided and empowered by the Holy Spirit, as we saw when we learned about Jesus' baptism earlier in the series. And why is the Spirit of the Lord upon him? Because Jesus was commissioned to be a great prophet and preacher. Because Jesus had been appointed to bring good news to the poor and impoverished of spirit and heart, the fed up, those imprisoned, blind and battered, those that are in need of healing, physical and spiritual. Jesus was to bring light into darkness, to rescue those who are bereft of salvation by any means but himself. Jesus' gospel was good news because it gives hope to the poor in spirit, to heal those in need, to bring freedom to those held captive by sin, and to shine light upon those sitting in the dark prison of sin. And the year of Jubilee was the year of the Lord's favour. It's described in Leviticus chapter 25. On every seventh year was a sabbatical year, and the land was allowed to rest. And every fiftieth year was the year of Jubilee. Slaves set free to be returned to their families. Sold property returned to their original owners, and debts were cancelled. The Lord was to be rejoiced in greatly. Jesus applied all this to his mission not politically or economically, but spiritually and physically. Wow! 
Jesus didn't just affirm that passage from Isaiah, but he claimed to have fulfilled it. He fulfilled it by starting his public ministry. Jesus' mission was to let people know that the God to whom they were separated from was willing to be reconciled with them. We will see later in the series just how he did that. And the people in the synagogue were amazed by what Jesus had said. This was Jesus, Joseph's son. Wow, what words of grace. Their amazement, though, soon turned to contempt and violence when Jesus put some application to them. So Jesus anticipates now an objection. He knows their hearts and minds behind the facade. Almost as if to say, well, you know me as Joseph's son, one of your neighbours, you will now ask why I haven't done any miracles here like I did at Capernaum. You would say, if you are a physician, Jesus, why not do some healing here amongst your family, friends and community? Oh, they love Jesus' gracious words, but they are also hoping for some spectacular works, some miracles. Just as he had done at Capernaum, he would surely do it for those in Nazareth, wouldn't he? After all, we are his hometown. First he replies to them that he won't be making Nazareth his headquarters because they had prejudices against him. Jesus would not be honoured in his own community regardless of what he did. Jesus knew that. He knew the people's hearts. Secondly, by saying that this good news wasn't just for the Jews, but also for the dreaded Gentiles. Wow, this made the people grow even more indignant. Jesus reminded them that through two of the greatest prophets, Elijah and Elisha, God had blessed and helped Gentiles, non-Jews. Jesus says, and so will I. Wow! He infuriated them so much that they chased him out of the synagogue, out of the town, and were prepared to throw him off a cliff. But once they got to the cliff, Jesus merely walked through them and went on his way. That's my Jesus. He has set me free from sin and brought light to my darkness. Is this Jesus yours? Come back tomorrow for day 11 of our series of Gog, as we continue to look together at that most extraordinary man, Jesus Christ, through the Gospel accounts. See you soon.